Well, good morning or afternoon or whenever you're tuning in. Welcome to Marginalia's Daily Readings and Prayers podcast. As you all know, we are unable to get together as often as we'd like, and so we're using this podcast to reflect on and apply some of our daily Bible readings. You'll want to follow along each day by reading before listening, and you can find the readings and a brief prayer for each day at newcitycincy.org slash readings dash prayers. Today is Friday, April 3rd, and our scripture readings are Psalm 142, Exodus 9, verses 13 through 35, 2 Corinthians 4, verses 1 through 12, and the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, verses 32 to 45. My name is Brian Ferry, and I'm one of the pastors here at New City. You know, there are several different rabbit trails we could run down in today's readings. We read more of Moses' interaction with Pharaoh and the plagues, seeing God's power, as Pastor Josh talked about yesterday. And then in the 2 Corinthians passage, we have a beautiful, honest, and inspiring passage that I love, the part that goes, we are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. Now, this reminds me of Paul's litany in Romans 8, of all the things that cannot separate us from the love of Christ. And also Jesus' words in the Gospel of John, where he says, I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me, even though he die, yet shall he live. Pain and death pressing in, life right there fighting back and pressing up through the death, triumphing in the end. That's the reality that we should be reminded of, even as we see the daffodils and tulips pushing up around us. In the Gospel passage of Mark, Mark 10 talks about Jesus' coming betrayal and death and resurrection that we're looking toward next weekend in Good Friday and Easter. And we see some in that passage about leadership. Jesus teaching that if you want to be great, you have to serve because that's what he did. He came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom. But I want to read our psalm for the day, Psalm 142. Note the introduction says, It's a psalm of David when he was in a cave. So for those of us hold up, hiding out, we might be able to identify. David writes, With my voice, I cry out to the Lord. With my voice, I plead for mercy to the Lord. I pour out my complaint before him. I tell my trouble before him. When my spirit faints within me, you know my way. In the path where I walk, they have hidden a trap for me. Look to the right and see, there is none who takes notice of me. No refuge remains to me. No one cares for my soul. I cry to you, O Lord. I say, you are my refuge, my portion in the land of the living. Attend to my cry, for I am brought very low. Deliver me from my persecutors, for they are too strong for me. Bring me out of prison, that I may give thanks to your name. The righteous will surround me, for you will deal bountifully with me. Last week, I read a book called Open and Unafraid by David O. Taylor, sandwiched with a foreword by Eugene Peterson and an afterword by Bono. It's a pretty good sandwich right there. The book is a great meander through the Psalms, broadly drawing out ideas and themes such as honesty, community, sadness, anger, joy, enemies, justice, death, and more. Taylor argues, as others have, that the Psalms teach us to pray, and they do so stretching us poking us, prodding us, taking us places that we didn't know we needed to go, and showing us that it's okay to pray in ways that we probably thought were off limits, impolite, or improper. Taylor quotes Eugene Peterson saying this, he says, it is easy to be honest before God with our hallelujahs. 
It is somewhat more difficult to be honest in our hurts. It is nearly impossible to be honest before God in the dark emotions of our hate. So we commonly suppress our negative emotions unless neurotically we advertise them. Or when we do express them, we do it far from the presence or what we think is the presence of God, ashamed or embarrassed to be seen in these cursed, stained bib overalls. But when we pray the Psalms, these classic prayers of God's people, we find that will not do. We must pray who we actually are, not who we think we should be. I think I mentioned that on our weekly podcast last week. But it's a great quote. It tells us about honesty in prayer. And the Psalms are a wonderful reminder to regularly help us search our hearts and even put names to what we're feeling. But especially during trying times like these, the Psalms can be a lifeline and a boon to our mental health. You know, personally, I'm all over the place these days. I'll be peaceful and content one moment, and then all of a sudden I'll be stir-crazy and irritable, which comes off as anger. And then I'll feel something but not know what it is. And then I figure out it's sadness or grief. You know, Psalm 77 in the RSV says this, which expresses where I'm at these days. The psalmist writes, I think of God, I am restless, I ponder, and my spirit faints. I think of God, and then I'm restless, and then I ponder, but then my spirit faints. And we're back to Psalm 142. Look at what the psalmist expresses here. Expresses a number of things, but at least three. Desperation, complaint, and ultimately a bit of hope and trust. Desperation, complaint, and hope. You know, first desperation. He feels threatened by enemies, trapped, alone, exposed, uncared for. He says that he feels brought low, imprisoned. His spirit faints. He cries out to the Lord. You know, maybe the application here is to feel free to let your voice rip and cry out loud. Maybe a dope like Homer Simpson or maybe my favorite bah, bah humbug like Ebenezer Scrooge. You know, numerous times the psalmist cries out throughout the Psalms, how long, O Lord, You know, it's okay to feel desperate. It's okay, even good, to cry out to God out loud. Cry out what you're feeling. Secondly, the psalmist expresses his complaint. He says, no one cares. I'm forgotten. I'm down. I feel trapped. I don't have any safe place. The Apostle Paul tells us in Philippians to do everything without complaining or arguing, which is a good word for living in community and for work. But God welcomes our complaints to him. In fact, the Apostle Paul says also in Philippians, do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. That is, pray your worried prayers. Complain, but do so to God. Pour out your complaint to the Lord. Tell your troubles to him. It's not only okay, it's good. God wants to know what's going on with you. It's good for you as well. And finally, we see glimmers of hope here. Not all psalms include this note of hope and trust. Some remain bleak because sometimes that's how it feels. But most psalms ring a note of hope and trust. There's a couple of those notes here. The psalmist says that God knows the way even when his spirit faints. God knows the way even when our spirits are faint. And secondly, he says God is his refuge and his safe place. God is our refuge in our safe place. And then in the psalm ends with this statement, the righteous will surround me for you will deal bountifully with me. The righteous will surround me for you will deal bountifully with me. Sounds pretty great, doesn't it? Surrounded by righteous people. You know, for us, that might mean being back at 4400 Floral Avenue for worship together or being free to meet with our community groups face to face again. And that will happen. Maybe not as soon as we'd like, but God deals bountifully with us. He has in the past, and he will again. 
Let's let the honesty of this psalm and the psalms each day as we read them and pray them teach us how to understand our own emotions and then teach us how to pour out our complaints and how to tell our troubles to our loving God. You know, our hope is that this podcast will foster discussion, will help you connect with others in this diaspora. So call a friend, chat with a housemate, child, a spouse, or a friend, start a thread on Facebook or Marco Polo, text someone from your community group, do something to try and keep the conversation going. Here's a question to help you do that. What is one feeling or struggle you're having during this stay-at-home time that you can pour out to God and that your friends can be pouring out to God with and for you? So again, what is one feeling or struggle that you need to pour out to God in prayer? And if you think this podcast would be helpful to friends or family, please share it with them and encourage them to subscribe. Links to subscribe can be found at newcitycincy.org social. Find more resources for encouragement and comfort in these days by following us on Instagram, New City Cincinnati, or Facebook, New City Cincy. Let me close with a prayer reflecting on Psalm 142. This is a prayer from the 1595 Scottish Psalter. I changed the these and the thous to more updated language, but let's pray. Unto you, Lord, the protector and defender of all them that trust in your clemency, we cry and put forth our sighs. Unto you we open and lay bare the troubles of our hearts. You know our ways and distresses, and how on all parts we are circled and compassed with cruel and ungodly enemies. Deliver us, dear Father, from those troubles and dangers wherein we are, and declare the care you have for us who love and honor you that we may, in the midst of your holy congregation, render you perpetual thanks, and that through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, our only Savior. Amen. Amen and amen. So long, everybody.